0: This is Noreen Frederick with the Faith in Business podcast. Today we have guest Abby Culleton uh, with the Boulevard Hair Company and Abby is going to share with us uh, how she incorporates her faith uh, with her employees and in her business. Uh, she's gonna share with us some work-life balance tips that she's discovered over the years. Uh, she's also gonna give us some advice on strengthening the work environment. And then finally, Abby's go-to beauty tips on her on hair growth and flawless skin.
1: Welcome to Faith in Business with Noreen, talking all things faith and business and bringing them together. Here's your host, Noreen Friedrich.
0: Known Abby for a while now. Uh, gosh, I don't even know, Abby, how really we met. I mean, I guess through, through church, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been super crazy to just watch your family grow over, oh my gosh, I don't know, Aiden, when did you adopt Aiden?
1: So Aiden is eight years old. And we adopted him in 2018.
0: Okay. So yeah. I definitely knew you guys then. Yeah. Um, so just getting to watch your your family grow over the years and your business, your business yeah. grow. So um, Abby is, I'll let you, you tell the audience a little bit about you, who you are, who is Abby, and, you know, just about your
1: company, location. Let's just dive right in. All right. So as said, my name is Abby Culleton. I am one of the owners of the Boulevard Hair Company um, in Webster Groves. We also have a secondary location in South County. That is owned by a couple of us, so it's a, it's a fun little group that owns that and we are getting ready to open our third location into pair. So busy on that end and then I guess on the home front it's also pretty busy. We adopted Aiden in 2018, we adopted our son Asher in 2019. oh my gosh, I said this totally wrong. We adopted Aiden in 2014 we adopted Asher in 2019 and then we actually just brought two girls home with us oh, wow. in March, and they will be adopted this year some point. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so, incredible. Congratulations. Yeah, the dynamic of the home life is kind of crazy, but it's also awesome, so yeah. I can't complain. Yeah, you guys are
0: incredible. You and Sean are just oh, an incredible family, and love seeing what you guys are doing uh, on the home front, so... Very, very exciting. That's exciting stuff. Yeah. And that's, you're busy, I'm sure. So, home life, obviously, like that's always kind of the thing, especially uh, I'm not going to diss men by any stretch, but for women, especially, you know, who are business owners and then you have family and kind of that work life balance can be a little tricky. So do you have, I mean, do you have a tip or do you, like, how do you manage your work-life balance? You're owner of a company and then you have family.
1: You know, so that was a struggle for a while. Actually, for me and Sierra, we walked through that for many years, overindulging in work and not really paying the attention that was needed to our family uh, properly. So, and and on the whole flip side of that, we are coaching. So we do, you know, we have anywhere between 85 to 100 stylists uh, working for us at any given time and we coach them individually once a month, each one of them. Uh, So you can imagine, you know, 30 minutes with each one of those individuals. So it's a lot of hours of coaching. Not only do we go through financial coaching and verbiage, but we also talk about work-home-life balance. Uh, One of our big questions is what's going on at home. You know, we want to dive into that because we we don't want to slap a Band-Aid on anything. So not getting into the weeds there. We can talk more about that later. So we do coach on home life, work-home-life balance, and me and Sierra just were not doing it. So through the, the younger generation that has come in to our doors, we've been extremely blessed with their knowledge and what they're doing and how they're doing it, that we started kind of modeling the way that they work. And we've kind of in- implemented some of the tools that they have taught us. And we actually we are blessed to be able to take about a week off every other, you know, every other week we take a week off. I actually am just now ending a two week kind of staycation. So it's kind of nice. Um, Not saying I don't work at home because I do enjoy my job, but I don't, I get to also enjoy my kids and my family and out gardening and all of that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it was a lesson, lesson learned for sure. Yeah,
0: no, that's great. And I, it's, it's really hard, especially when you're a business owner and you're passionate about what you do and it's, you know, you're running it. And so it's a reflection, you know, how the business is run and how it operates on a day-to-day basis is, you know, it's a reflection on who mm-hmm. you are. But it's so important to remember that that's not all that life's about, that you have to take those breaks and it's okay. It's a, like yeah. reminding ourselves it's okay to to hit the pause button be at home, be present with your kids, you don't get that time back. So yeah. Good for you. That's that's and that's kind of part of the perk of kind of owning your own business mm-hmm. sometimes as yeah. you get to adjust and, and you wanna also be that that leader, you know, for the girls and the and the people that are working for you is to go, Hey, it's okay, you know, it's okay to to take that time. Well, very cool. So tell us a little bit about uh, the company itself. So obviously you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why we're sitting here today. And I've known you uh, as long as I've known you, you've been a Christian. So how do you
1: implement that aspect of you into your business? So, you know, all of my employees do know where I stand and where my belief is. However, there are a lot of Christ- there are a lot of non-believers in in my world, I, I should say, like in the industry in general. So you have to walk a very fine line because there's never a point in time that I ever want to be that person that turns someone away from God. So what does that look like? I do not throw the Bible at anyone. I am not very versed in scripture. I'd be the, I'll be the first to admit that. However, I'm very versed in the love of Jesus Christ. So that's what I give to my staff. And I, I think they feel that. I think they see that. Questions have been asked. I've heard really cool testimony from non-believers, and you know that's just kind of the walk I walk every single day. I'm very blessed to have a co-owner that also is a Christian, and I think we I think we play it out pretty well. Yeah, that's so cool, so cool. And you are I mean you encounter a lot of people,
0: mm-hmm. you know, almost on a daily to weekly basis. Um, just because of what you do, you know, there's always somebody different sitting in your chair, you know, getting their hair done or getting a service done. And so how cool to be able to just walk that walk and live yeah. that life and, and hope, right, that you're being a disciple enough that people are seeing a difference, that they're hearing when they hear you talk. They're hearing you talk differently than a non-believer in one of the world. so. It is important, yes, a lot of times to walk that line, but it's great that, you know, at least your employees know who you are and you're true to that because it can be, it can be hard. I mean, have you ever felt like, has there ever been, and I am not necessarily asking a specific time, but I mean, have you ever kind of had an, uh, I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I should back off. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be bold or maybe I shouldn't, you know, uh, let people know that this is who I am. Or are you just kind of like, Hey, this is who I am and take it or leave it.
1: Um, I would say a lot of times I'm very upfront and Open with the person I am, I think it's easier for me um, to be that person as opposed to kind of hiding behind something because of fear. Me and Sierra just recently started seeing a Christian counselor, and Jeff is amazing. I've seen him for years. He actually was at the crossing for a very long time. He still is, he's a pastor at the crossing. And so we get to see him monthly. And the reason why we started seeing Jeff is we just needed to know how to navigate these 20-somethings. Like, I thought forever and a day, like, I'm not old. I could totally do this until I realized, like, I am old and I can't – you know what I mean? They're they're hard to navigate. And so we started seeing Jeff. And there are questions that come up, you know. um, I would say in this industry there are a lot of broken individuals. I mean, they come from broken homes, broken environments. These kids have grown up in a world that I – I don't know if I would have survived in. So not knowing that, I have to be able to coach on it. And there are things that come up. There are a lot of things that people believe in that I do not believe in or that are against my beliefs as a Christian. And how do I navigate through that? So that's where me and Sierra start asking questions to Jeff. For the longest time, I would bring, you know, we would, I would sit across an interview with a stylist that. Is wearing a Ouija board shirt or satanic stars in their ears, and I would tell Jeff like I can't hire this person. Like they're they're not worshiping the same God I am. And he's like, that's that's the people that Jesus hung out with. So why wouldn't you bring them in to show them the light? Clearly, they're searching for something. They want to hold on to something. Yeah. Give them the right nourishment, give them the right thing to hold on to. So, and we've seen changes in people's lives from when they sat with us in an interview with a Ouija board shirt on to the fact that uh, something terrible has happened in their life and came to me and said, I didn't know anything else to do, but get on my knees and pray. That was the, that was, I just, I know that you've done that. So I just thought it worked for you. Uh. So it'll work for me. And I'm not saying that every stylist is like that. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's my job to have these amazing testimonies in my salon and that I'm going to be the source of that. No, I'm not. Jesus is the source of that. And if I can just plant seeds, I'm okay with someone else watering
0: them. That's so, so incredible. And I've already, you know, Holy Spirit chills. I love when, when that happens. I mean, and and it's so true. You know, it's exactly what what your counselor said. You know, it is it is true. And it, sometimes it's, it's hard, like, is this somebody that I can bring on? But you never know. You know, you never know how God's going to use you. And your business partner to transform, you know, people's lives. And you're not doing the transforming. Obviously, you know, as you just said, Jesus is the one that's doing the transforming, but he's using you to plant those seeds. And and if that's what it is, then like great, you know, just let letting God use you. I also think it's so cool. Like it's so cool that you guys, as business partners, you know, as business owners, took that step to go talk to somebody. I mean, that's just I feel like that's a concept that I don't know that many people would even consider. I mean, I have a business partner and I could I could absolutely see where something like that down the road would be incredibly helpful because it is when you're when you're trying to lead others, when you're encountering people in the public and you want to stay on that front as business partners and always be on the same page of how to handle situations. What a brilliant, I mean brilliant idea. So I think that's a, a fantastic um free tip that I don't even think you were realizing you were giving, yeah. you know, the audience, but, uh, to consider, you know, yeah. as, as far as having some, uh, you know, people get coaches, business coaches all the time, but to have somebody to counsel you and really help walk you through, uh, those things, especially from a spiritual standpoint, because it can be very difficult as a Christian to navigate yeah. all of this in the workplace. So very cool. Uh, do you have, I mean, has there ever been a situation where, uh, like, one that you can remember off the top of your head that, you know, didn't go so well or, you know, somebody ever making you feel like you like you shouldn't share who you are in your Christianity or your beliefs or ever intertwine that in the business. I mean, obviously, you guys have several different locations. There are several different, you know, owners, it sounds like in the different locations and hopefully not. But have have you ever experienced that where somebody's like, listen, I don't love that you're open about this or, you know, the enemy using them to try to shut you up?
1: Um, I think that's just on a daily basis. I think that the enemy knows that there is fruit there and he's consistently going to try to do something but I also know that God is invited by me and by my partner every single day so God's also there and you know God's God's triumphing you know in that yeah. in that situation so i I can't really pinpoint a day and a time, I can say that, you know, I'm still human. So I have popped off a few times. And like, that is definitely not showing, you know, the love of Jesus when I do something like that. So I've also had to humble myself and apologize for the things I've said, maybe not only to staff, but also maybe a client that has kind of came at me. So, you know, I do, I do have to you know, again, that's a fine line too, because it is, you know, we still are fully human and people still make us mad, but we are Christian and we are called to to do better, to love others. So, but I also think there's always a lesson in that. Every time a situation has happened, I've always been the person to call or calm myself and say, you know what, I am so sorry. And that is not the person that I want to represent. So yeah. I think there's there's a lot of teaching in, in being humble. Yeah, you know. For sure. So as as far as a major situation happening in the salon, I've been extremely blessed that um no, there there hasn't ever been any question to my beliefs. And I thank God for that. I, I hope there is never a question to, to to who, what, and why I believe. Yeah. But if there is, I I'll, I'll be more than happy to answer that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important, you know, when you're making these decisions on who you're partnering with, who you're hiring, I mean, to really let them be God led so that you know that it's through the spirit and it's not just a you thing. It's not, you know, I, I want to hire this person or, and if you let that guide you and then, you know, that God's going to bring you the right person, regardless of if they're a believer or not, there's a reason that he's bringing them to you and, and uniting you guys. So, you know, I, I, I love how just real you are I've always loved that about you. I think that's why, you know, we've always, I feel like we've always had a, a you know, pretty cool connection mm-hmm. yeah. because it's true. We are human. And I think people a lot of times forget that. Even Christians forget that on other Christians. You know, I mean, we're, we're going to make the mistakes. We're going to mess up. We're going to, you know, react instead of respond. But then that's where God still works because the, the thing that sets it apart is you going, oh, I got to humble myself and I have to make that phone call and nobody, I mean, Let's be honest. Nobody really wants to have to do that. I mean, but it shows that sometimes shows people more, you know, to go, whoa, hold on a second. There's somebody that's actually apologizing for what they did instead of just brushing it off and trying to forget about it. You know, and that that can show so much in and of itself right there. So um,
1: we've had, you know, a few stylists throughout the years that have left and we always open that door back up to them. And I just had a, a stylist, a lead stylist of mine the other day tell me, and I, I, I actually at this point, I don't really try to, I, I really try to stay away from being prideful, but this this really made my heart happy when she told me this. She had said something along the lines of, I've worked at many places, and I've never seen anyone give the grace that you give to these employees that have left and really have done you dirty but you said you know what at the end of the day like we can we can clear the slate and we can bring you back home and I just I look at that as the prodigal son and that's I, I, if 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 that's what we're called to do then do it you know I always say I'm the best employee so I would just say I'm the best if, if Jesus was boss I would be the best his best employee you know um <laughs> And the reason why is just because I, I think that's what, you know, that's what we're called to do. That's what we're supposed to do. So you just, you know, that's, you just do it. Yeah. You know, there's no questioning. You just you just do what he's asking. You yeah. know, what he's asking. So, yeah. Do you feel like, I mean,
0: getting that compliment, do you do, do you kind of feel like that's your greatest achievement almost? I mean, or, or would you say that there's another like, great achievement that you feel like you've fulfilled up to this point?
1: As far as my business, in the business world, yeah, I would say that's probably one of my... Biggest achievements is, is when other people can look and they can see the, the grace of God, that they can see the love of God there. I said something the other day. One of the questions I asked Jeff during one of our meetings was, I I was praying when certain people come in. I'm like, God, I just don't know. I'm like, is this the person I should hire? I you know, and here I am over there, like they believe in something totally they're living a lifestyle that I don't believe in, or they're doing this or they're doing that. And and two things came came to mind or, or God gave me two things one there's no greater sin so I'm standing in the same line in the same order with that exact same person so I should never think they're living a lifestyle that I don't agree in but here I'm over here popping off at an employee you know what I mean or yeah, whatever so yeah. like I'm, I'm I'm, holding hands with them in that exact same line so I'm no better and so that that really humbled me and I, I stand I very I stand very firm on that like I am no better than anyone that I come into contact with in my business or outside of my business. Uh, The other thing is too, and I prayed about this multiple times, waiting for a more complicated answer and a more complicated answer. God, what do I do with these people? Should I hire them? What am I supposed to do? And God was very clear on love them the way I love them. And so I'm like, okay, so I'll, I'll accept that answer right now. But then in a few days, I'm going to be like, I don't know, though. I still don't believe in what they believe in. So, God, what am I supposed to do? And it was a consistent, like, Abby, love them the way I love them. See them the way that I see them. And so, you know, it's so simple. And yet I want to make it so hard. So I keep going back to them, like, no, give me something more complicated. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, give me something a little bit harder. And um, what I've come to realize is that's hard. That's yeah. not, that is not That is so simple, but yet so complicated because it's very, it's very hard to do. So I'm, that's what I'm learning. And he's, he's helping me every single day, along with, you know, being able to sit down with Jeff and talk to him through a bunch of things and with Sierra and just kind of work through everything. We're, we're all learning. And I think it's, it's amazing. But yes, no, that is, that is one of the pieces of advice I would totally give you. Seek out, you know, a Christian counselor for you and your business partner or you and your manager or you and, you know, your leads or whatever that looks like. We not only go to Jeff, but Jeff also has, he's he's an owner of, it's Chesterfield uh, Solutions Counseling. And he is the owner and he has 40 other uh, counselors under him. And so they actually come and they do classes for my staff. It is not Christian-based, but um, it is a Christian-based community. But it, when they do the classes, they totally understand that they are working with believers and non-believers. So they do a great job on it. They are actually coming in at the end of this month for a boundaries class, which I think is great. And then they will also be doing a class on how to fill your cup. You know, because we get depleted in this industry. But how do we refill our cup when we walk out the door? And so they're doing a class on that. So a lot of it is biblical. They're just doing it in a in a, in a way that it's not going to it's not going to affect, yeah. you know, a non believer in a negative light. Incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So one super profound. You know what what God was speaking to you about, we do, we tend to overcomplicate things. I mean, we, I feel like so many times we so desperately want to hear from him that it's this overwhelming, and sometimes you get that overwhelming answer, and sometimes it's not overwhelming, and then we overcomplicate it, going, well, but is it you? Is it not you? Is it you? Is it not you? And, you know, like you said, it's just, it, it's very simple. It can be very, very simple. So, um, one, that was, I mean, awesome and very profound and then two, uh, great advice. I mean very very great advice and like I said I I don't think people realize how important that could be and how great of effect it could be by bringing a third party in. I love that they do classes. That's mm-hmm. fantastic and and it's important, you know, that's you know, and we're not here to talk about me, but that was kind of the foundation for my business partner and I also, like, let's be able to have conversations. Let's let's talk. If there's a problem, if you have an issue with us, we want you to feel comfortable enough to come to us and sit us down and say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling here and this is why. Or I need you to be doing this and you're not. And, you know, I think it's hard. It's hard in general for people. Um, it's hard for Christians. It's hard for non-Christians to go, to, you know, just to, to have that um I don't know, to have that community of comfortability almost and trust and respect for each other and to have a third party come in. Because, I mean, it's just it's different, right? It's like kids, (laughs) you know, like you can tell your kids to do something 500 times and they're not going to listen to you. But if a teacher or somebody you know comes in and tells them to do the same thing, they'll do it right away just Mm -hmm. because that's that's how it goes. So fantastic piece of advice. So do you have a favorite scripture? I mean, is there a scripture that whether it's business related or not business related, you know, something that either, you know, a point in your life with the business carried you through or even just in life, like if there's if there's a favorite scripture that you kind of is your go to,
1: you know, I here I am. I don't I don't oh. quote scripture, <laughs> but um, and I couldn't even tell you where this is from. But actually, this will take a sidestep. So when I was going through, I went through breast cancer and I had to get chemo once a week, every week for 12 weeks. And um. The scripture that I quoted was, "I'll drink poison and I will not die," and it, quite frankly, it I was healthy the whole time. I, I mean, healthy as a horse. I would I would get chemo and I'd go to work, and there were multiple people in the salon that didn't even know that I was going through what I was going through at that time, and and every time, every time they would stick the needle in my arm in the, that morning to get chemo for four hours poison would go through my body and I, I would drink it and I was not harmed and so I believe God was very present during that time and, and was the one that was sitting next to me during those those sessions because it even my nurses were like Ab how are you doing this like what are, are you taking something on the side like how are you and I'm like it's just God like yeah. and but the, the craziest thing is and I, this is totally sidestepping but in those environments, so I was at Siteman, Um Cancer Center, and in those environments, God is so present. Like, that, mm-hmm. you feel the love of Jesus through that whole place, and everyone has just an amazing testimony. And, you know, I, I would sit there sometimes and be like, God, why are you so good to me? Like, why am I okay? And I had a battle through that during, during cancer. But these people that are, you know, they might only have a month to live or so, and they their light shines so bright and it's just amazing and they're so ready to go and meet Jesus face to face and it's just the most amazing thing that I, I can't explain that you know it, I, I wish everyone could feel that because they would it would change their lives yeah. you know they would just feel the presence of God so heavily in these people and they're you know what I mean knowing what's going to happen to them knowing what the the struggle that they're going through they're they're some of the happiest individuals I've ever met. Yeah. So, And God has used you a lot. I mean, a lot. You're, you know, mom
0: to adoptive kids. Uh, you're, you know, business owner. You're a cancer survivor. Like, I just feel, you know, God has just used you and placed you in ways. And I think it's, it's so important to remember, you know, when. It, and I'm not gonna speak for you. I've, you know, thankfully, thus far, never had cancer. But, you know, for you to go, okay. I have this, I'm facing this, but God's got me, you know, and, and to use that instead of losing your faith and losing your hope, you know, you now can speak to other, to other people and to other women, especially, um, and to remain hopeful and remain faithful. And then all the people that you encountered, you know, like, like what you just said, I mean, so just remembering that God can always use you and, you know, it's his will and he's always got a plan and he's always got a purpose. But he's and I, he's going to continue to use you. He just because you're amazing and you're a great uh, you're a
1: great disciple for yeah. him to listen. If I'm being honest, there are times that I have that argument with God, like okay, I'm I'm good, like just let me be like a normal, like I just want to be normal, <laughs> like no, I don't want to have you know. And because it is, I mean, things do happen throughout my whole entire life. Like multiple things have happened, you know, even with with the adoption of the of all four of my ch- children here soon, not being able to have children and this and that. The testimony, it's it's amazing though. The testimony, like. How how that all began and then how it ended, of course, with the breast cancer. Like you can really see that the the thread that was weaved through it. And I and I didn't until recently when I was able to sit down. And it started at such a young age, um, with not being able to have children. And you know that was just the whole estrogen thing. And my cancer was based off of estrogen. So my doctor at one point said, if you would have ever had children, you probably would have died at a young age. And so. But then back then I was questioning God, like, why can't I have children? Like, why, why are you doing this to me? You know, and not knowing, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. And that was one of the, you know, God was at that point in time was present and he knew what was going on and he knew what was going to happen. And so it's just amazing. There's a lot of that. And so I'm really, really excited one day to get to the. To the gates of heaven, be able to see all those blueprints and how they were drawn out for me specifically, um, because I do have a little taste of them right now. But I can only imagine like how far it actually went. But yes, I mean, I you know, going through cancer and you know, just having an, a business, you know, a few businesses and stuff like that, it's not easy. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of struggle with it, and there's a lot of like, God, why? You know what I mean? There's a lot of conversation and arguing with God a lot of times. But at the end of the day, you know. I don't know how people do it without the, faith, you know, their faith. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I. There's no way. I never, ever, ever want to be put. Like, I could never be put in that situation. I don't. Where do you turn? Yeah. You know. And as much as I love my husband and I love my co-owner and I have great friends, great godly Christian friends, a lot of the things I go through, it's it's between me and God. Like I can turn to that person and say, "Help me," but they're never going to be able to fix that. Yeah. The only person that is is going to be God. And so that's why – it's where I find myself in a lot of conversations with God. And I tell my husband all the time, like, I love you so much, and gosh, I would love you to take on this issue and problem and fix it for me, but you can't because you're human, and this isn't about you. It's about me and God. Yeah. You know, and so – And that's that personal – that personal relationship, and that's uh-huh. why it's so important. And, you know, when
0: you are, when you've had an opportunity, when you've been blessed enough to really, truly give yourself to Jesus and to – form that deep relationship it's amazing how he will remind you all the time like i'm asking you to come to me first not your husband not your friends not your kids this is between me and you and what i have called and nobody else can understand that you know i mean and and that's where you know having a having a husband or friendships with people who i mean obviously we're called to be friends and have relationships with uh, non-Christian people, of course, that is who Jesus walked with, but the importance of also having that in our lives to go, you know, look at your husband and say, hey, babe, um, God's calling me to do this. And him go, okay, I'm not hearing that calling, but I'm going to trust you because if he's calling you to do that, then who am I? Yeah. You know, who am I to to, to tell you any different? So um, it's so important to have that that personal relationship. And that, another great piece of advice for people like Find that, have go to him, you know, go to him and all things and then just and just trust that. So uh kind of wrapping up here, uh kind of tell us a little bit about so Boulevard,
1: it's obviously hair and stylist. Do you guys have other services there also? Yeah. So at our Webster Groves location, we are strictly hair. However, at our Boulevard Lux location, which is in South County, we do have a full service spa. It is a med spa, so we go Anywhere from microneedling to the Morpheus 8 machine to injections, Botox, and fillers. And if you're really having some, you know, say acne problems or anything along those lines, like they're, they're nurses that are working with you, which is amazing. We have a few nurse practitioners that are also there. So they're just great women that work in our spa, and they really – that's their passion, you know. Actually, one of the nurses is Julie who is a very close friend of mine, has been for about 20 years, but she was my Sightman nurse. Wow. Yeah, so Julie was the one who who said, go to Sightman, I want you there, I want to take care of you. And so, yeah, Julie's been with me through ups and downs my whole entire life, so we met in high school. And then Katie is a nurse practitioner there. She's also been a good friend of mine. We went to high school together and stuff like that, so that's great. I actually am leaving here and going to see them. And the salon staff at all the locations they're just amazing people they're really really cool like I said you know we have a wide variety of ages but we do are, are heavier on the younger mm-hmm. um, younger generation and they're just awesome they're really really cool when you get to sit down and hear their story and what they've been through and what they're doing now it's just like I said it's a it's the most amazing thing and you can really they're really knowledgeable you know yeah. for the longest time I always thought they're young, they don't know what they're saying or gosh, they're not hard workers or this or that. There's such a stigma for this these younger employees. And in all reality, I mean, like I said, means you're taking tools out of their their toolbox because they know how to do it. They're doing what I did in 40 hours, they're doing it in 20 hours and they're enjoying their time off and they're enjoying vacations and they're, you know, they're enjoying life. And I think that someone I'm 39 and I was always brought up the harder you work, the better your life's going to be. And in all reality, like it's totally opposite. You yeah. know, they are working hard. So but my life wasn't any better because I was at work more. I was working harder. I had more money, but I had no time to spend it. So these kids are learning how to do this the right way. You know? Awesome. So to, well, you it's know. important. Yeah. Feed into the next generation. Don't always yeah. believe in the stigma. So when you're sitting in their chair, they got some good advice. Just listen yeah. to it. It's crazy. But yeah. listen to
0: it. I love it. I love it. Uh, last thing a tip what's a beauty tip what's what's a beauty tip that women can do at home to you know whether it's you know a a hair tip or whether it's a makeup tip or you know you're stylish and you're always you know you're always put together so (laughs) what would be a fun tip like if you know if you're a busy mom you know and and you you know want to feel like you like you put some effort into yourself but you don't have the time to put effort into yourself what would be like the the one thing that you would that you would tell women
1: oh my gosh that's hard (laughs) Because you're lying right now. (laughs) I am not put together right now. No, I'm not. I would say the biggest beauty tip first off, I'm gonna go the skin direction and I'll do the hair. First off, always take your makeup off at night. Like, always take your makeup, not a makeup wipe. Like, actually go into the bathroom and take your makeup off. It's gonna be life changing. I was told that at a young age I didn't do it. Nine times out of ten I would sleep in my makeup, which is horrible. But if I would have done that when I was told in my 20s, my skin would be flawless right now. Um, So take the extra two and a half minutes and go use a good facial cleanser and clean your face properly. As far as hair goes, as far as put together Everyone has a different idea of what put together is. So I'm going to give you a little tip on how to grow your hair out faster. So that's a question that we get a lot. How can I grow out my hair? Of course, like hair, skin, and nail vitamins work. But what you need is blood circulation in your scalp. So by putting your hair up in a high ponytail, in a scrunchie, so we don't want anything like really tight or an elastic or anything like that, at night, whenever you sleep, is going to bring some blood circulation, which is going to stimulate the hair follicle, which is going to help it grow a little bit faster. We all will reach a plateau on how long our hair can get, However, it will help we grow faster.
0: Wow, that is interesting, and that is something that I hear all the time. My hair won't grow. My hair won't grow. Mm -hmm. How do we get it to? So sorry, men, if you're uh, if you have short hair, you can't pull it up in a ponytail, but you could could try to grow it out.
1: (laughs) Baby ponytails all over.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Abby. It was a pleasure, absolute pleasure having you. I'm so glad that you gave us your time and uh, shared your story with us. Well, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for listening to Faith in Business with Noreen. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.